The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome. So glad you could join us today. It is an absolutely beautiful day. Isn't it? Oh my gosh, in Virginia. I got Lee Hubert. I'll introduce Lee here in a second. But it's 70 and sunny in February. This is just crazy. Uh, Whoever ordered the weather, give them a raise. (laughs) Well, maybe they're uh, maybe it's uh, they're trying to send this weather to Atlanta Falcons fans and make them feel a little better about uh, ooh, what ouch. happened here in the Super Bowl. Ooh, ouch, yeah. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> so the ooh, ouch guy is uh, Lee Hubert, and uh, Lee is joining us today. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about how do you get your results? Um, how do you really move the needle? How are you able to achieve the things that you're trying to achieve? And what's the sort of format? Are you driving people? Are you inviting them? How are you engaging them? So that'll be the topic of our conversation today. We greatly appreciate everyone reaching out to us across the course of the week. Folks have uh, written in uh, lots of good questions last week from Jay Markowitz uh, on the entrepreneurship journey. So if you're still interested in entrepreneurship, go back a week and and listen to that. As far as um, how to reach us during the uh, day, so again, this is Jeff Smith. And please, if you want to call into the show, call us at 1-866-472-5788. If you'd like to email us, uh, check the emails throughout the show. It's jeff at voltageleadership.com. You can go to our website during the week at www.voltageleadership.com. You can like us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. You can connect with me at LinkedIn at Jeff Smith Voltage Leadership Consulting or Lee Hubert at, at Voltage Leadership Consulting. And then you can follow us on Twitter at Jeff. So Lee has been uh, here, there, and everywhere. He's been giving speeches yes, sir. and uh, wooing crowds and getting them fired up, as well as working with clients and helping them to really lay out what are their goals and plans for 2017. And so um, Lee has created a model, and I invited him to the show to say, hey, let's go over this model. You know, How's it working? What are people uh, seeing? Um, so we'll get to the model in just a moment. But Lee, thanks for being here again today. Great. You're wonderful to be here. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's kind of push off here, this pushing for results. You know, um, we're at the start of the year. It seems like we can push go. Push off. Yeah. Push off. Yeah, I know where the model is, okay, right? Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it seems like, you know, when we start the year, we're full of energy and enthusiasm mm-hmm. and the results won't be that hard. They should be a stretch, but it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Mm-hmm. You know, as you as you are looking, you know, what are some of the best practices? What do you see for companies and leaders as they sort of, you know, keep an eye on their results? What are, what are best practices? Interesting question. Uh, new year, get things off the ground. People look back to the planning sessions from Q4 of 2016. Here's all these wonderful things we want to do. 
how are we going to make those happen? That's what part of today's show is mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to the, you know, the I push model in just a second. But some of the best practices are, as you know, some of these things are knowing your people. Right. Um, who's on your team? Remember, you're working through people. So, I mean, I've heard CEOs say this, a CEO at a big healthcare organization where I was an HR person for a long time used to say this. He would stand up in front of a forum full of people and say, who gets the results here, you or me? So there's a hundred of you and one of me. I can't do the work of a hundred people. So obviously I'm working through people. Right. And part of the uh, motif for today is, okay, no people. And then if you're driving or pushing for results, you know, how do you go about doing that? Our leaders... Uh, pushing on the right things. Hmm. Um, are your the plans from Q4 valid? Do you know how to push the right person, right? And do you know your people? Um, and are you doing it at the right time? Okay. So let's, uh, why don't we jump into the model first okay. and we'll use that as a backdrop for the rest of the conversations. Sure. Okay. So, um, you know, this I push, you know, what's it stand for and, and, you know, what made you, uh, create this model? Sounds kind of pushy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It, it, is, pushy. it is proprietary to voltage. It's good. Um, envision this with me in your mind's eye. Now we're doing it in the theater of the mind. It's like I push small I, so small I with a you know small I, and then capital P, capital U, capital S, capital H. Well, we can spell with a little I. Okay, that good. graduate school wasn't worst wasted on me, no sir. <laughs> so the the I stands for intention. Mm-hmm. Some people will substitute the word uh, issue. But I like the word intention because at Voltage Leadership, as you know, we talk a lot about doing things with intentionality. Good. So, yes, we are going to do this. The P stands for the problems to resolve. And I say problems plural because if you only have one problem, God bless you, that's a great thing. Um, So, what are the problems that we need to resolve together as a team? So, remember, I'm pushing, working through people. The U stands for understanding the problem fully. Okay. So do we understand it fully? And as we drill, drill down, you'll see people often act on half a story, right? <laughs> so the S stands for setting the right things in motion at the right time. Setting the right actions in motion at the right time. Okay. Not too late, not too soon. Mm-hmm. The H stands for hitting the finish line strong. And for a couple of runner dudes like us, okay, you're, you're talking about you know doing 10 miles and I'm doing six or 10K or something. There's something to that. In your eye, when you get near that finish line, you go, I'm hitting the finish line, okay? Sure. So that means maintain momentum, right? So the iPush model has great application. I've got several examples to share in terms. We just, just did this with this week. Yeah, that's great. So let me just recap. So I is intention. So little I, intention. P is problem. Problems to resolve. U is understanding problems before fully acting. The S is setting the right actions in motion at the mm-hmm. right time. So mm-hmm. kind of right time, right place, right right actions. Mm-hmm. And the H is hitting the finish line strong. So I push. So um, what made you think about this model and, and tell us about, you know, how have you used it so far? Well, a couple of clients in Lynchburg and, and other places, parts of Virginia, actually one in Carolina too, in one-on-one coaching mode for people who are managers and executives, um, you know the, the marching orders for the year right from the outset, like we're saying, is Q1, intense time, set the tone for the year, ready, go, get out of the gate, 
let's make things happen, set up a successful year. So are people doing that? So you've seen other things in coaching mode, maybe more personal growth or professional growth. There's the I grow model, those sure. kinds of things, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not bad and nothing against I grow. But we're at a point where, you know, I push is kind of I grow's big brother <laughs> and maybe big brother on steroids because it is what it sounds like, right? I'm going to push you guys. And I'm so, you know, you can, we talked about this in a previous show. It's the Churchill model, right? It's like, I'm going to push you guys. I'm going to talk about the problems you need to resolve. I'm going to make sure you fully understand it, that you do set the right, uh, you know, we're talking about setting the right actions in motion. And I want to talk about hitting the finish line. Then we dive right into I push, right? So, for example, there's a, a manager down in Carolina Great guy, uh, very high D on the disc as a driver for uh, all the disc fans. Um, Technically excellent. Um, Was struggling somewhat uh, with limiting behaviors, which may have limited his upward mobility. Sure. Clearly can move up in the management ranks. Mm -hmm. And his leadership was wise and wanted to engage people like us to say, okay, how do we get rid of some of those limiting behaviors? Okay, enter I push. Um, We're going to talk about this with intentionality. And there were three top... Uh, problems to resolve. So I labeled the first one P1. Okay. And I practiced the art of asking great questions. So it wasn't about me. I can talk all day. You know that. What? Yeah, what? Well, there's a shocker. I wanted to get my uh, client, my manager, to say, okay, um, tell me about the problem. And he verbalized it. Mm-hmm. And he was D and he was zing, you know, bada bing. And I said, do we fully understand it? Do you fully understand it? Does your next level up, your, your leader, your manager, understand it and he said we thought so and then i said okay what are the right actions that you need to set in place at the right time and he paused it was like nobody had asked him that question before we dwell on the problem Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like getting out of the worrying about what we don't want but into what we do want and Mm -hmm. getting into solution mode so what are the actions and he verbalized them and say we're writing them down and this was the basis for some of our coaching Okay. Um, we got to hitting the finish line, which is going to come a little bit later because our, our coaching engagement is going to be over several months, maybe, maybe the better part of a year. Sure. So there's way markers and accountability steps along that line that are going to go under that H step. So then we went on to, to P2, problem two, and P3, sure. recycle them right through the mm-hmm. eye push. And you could see in the look in his eyes and the light bulbs that went on over his head, he's like, ah, I got this now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I think a, a few things. One is um, intentionality. So many of us are just going through a day so fast. Mm-hmm. So what I like about this model is it it helps you just slow down and say, what is it we're trying to solve for? So mm-hmm. what's my intent? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got a uh, a person today that is leading a reduction in force. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was really got clear with them about what is your intent? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do when you're in there? What role are you playing, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, next is this problem to solve. Sometimes, you know, I spend some coaching sessions and sometimes with our clients just trying to boil that down. You know, they just come in with a mess. Yes. A hot mess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's just like hot mess. Hot mess. And hot just tub. Throwing things against yes. the wall. Well, now this narrows it down. You know, and I really like the you, the, the understanding of the problems before um, acting, mm-hmm. you know. And so what I talk about with that, it goes back a little bit to our change the culture, change the game conversation that mm-hmm. we've had previously is – what are those core beliefs? Mm-hmm. What's really going on? What's the rest of the story, as Paul mm-hmm. Harvey used to say, right? Mm-hmm. You know, not the just the rest of the of story. story. And not just the sort of presenting problem. You know, and then it's, you know, getting the right actions and motion at the right time. I know later in the show, we're going to talk, talk a little bit about some accountability partners and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then with hitting the finish line strong, what I like about that is um, 
there's the opportunity for us to be providing recognition, to be uh, breaking down what are the actions that we need to be taking, um, and quite honestly, not deviating too far, right? So sometimes what happens is that we delegate it off, and then we're like, damn, Ms. Omnis, you're blessed, and you're just kind of hoping that it goes well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, this is a nice way to break it down into manageable bite-sized chunks mm-hmm. to make sure that it's not all of 2017. This is what are we doing in the next 30 days? What's happening over the next 90 days? And let's have good, reasonable check-ins. That's what I like about the model as well. That's an excellent point. I'm glad you like the model because it does work. It, it works individually in one-on-one mode. Yep. works for teams or even a larger organization to an extent. So so you think about it. You, you said the, the words. People will come in. What are the problems that we need to solve? Okay, does everybody agree on this? And is it fully understood? A lot of times the answer to that question is no. Mm. So you get people who are off engaged in activities at the wrong time, acting on the wrong thing. Right. And all of us, and it gets messy, and then somebody has to clean it up, and then sometimes you bump into politics, okay, recriminations, and a lot of wasted energy. It sucks the energy out of a team. It's better in the team mode, and I've seen this you know, with leaders. And in fact, the person I'm, I'm alluding to in Carolina has a situation where they need to do something with a uh, customer-facing team that rolls underneath him. And we're going to employ the same model. So I go, well, how are you going to do that? And I said, okay, it's an interesting question. What's the problem you need to solve with your team? Well, they need more people skills. Oh, really? Well, okay, do you fully understand what they have and they don't? Um, and then what are the actions that you are going to set in motion at the right time, right? Um, part of that might be disk analysis, might be meeting with me as a team, which we do routinely. Sure. Um, so we set the stage for that. And then, you know, I'll, I'll take a page from the waterline that we've done before because he's the person that's owning uh, roles, responsibilities, and expectations. So we can drill more on that in the next segment. But uh, the I push model is really good stuff, if I say so myself. <laughs> well, since you're the creator, that's yeah, great. I am. Uh, so, so, um, great kickoff to the show here. Where we're going to pick up uh, post break is we'll start to drill down a little bit further in some case studies, and then you know what are some of the common situations where we get off track, and how mm-hmm. do we get people back on track? So mm-hmm. again, I'm with Lee Hubert here today, and uh, thanks for joining us. And we'll be back in just two minutes. Thanks. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1 866 472 5788. Again, that's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Hi, it is Jeff Smith, and welcome back. Thanks for uh, being here. I'm here with Lee Huber today, and mm-hmm. we are really talking about how to push for results, uh, how do we get the most out of our team, as well as ourselves. Um, I, I did meant to give a shout-out at the very beginning. Uh, we had a large contingent of people last week from Sweden, uh, and so when I give a shout-out, I will be vacationing in Sweden and really? Denmark and uh, uh, Norway in uh, uh, kind of June time period, so uh, love to connect with some of my folks wow. from Sweden, so cool. thanks for joining Join the show. Uh, so, Lee, you know, I appreciate the I push model, you know, intention, problem, understanding, setting, hitting the finish line mm-hmm. strongly. So, we, you know, we covered that in the first part of the show. You know, one thing that I was struck by is um, often we uh, get so locked in on our own goals, we forget to understand sort of the challenges and perspectives of others. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like this intentionality. I like sort of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think sometimes happens is when we set these goals, um, we don't always consider what the leader needs from us. Mm-hmm. You know, so the leader is a customer, mm-hmm. um, as well as sometimes the leader gets so focused on the results, they uh, miss out on what the employees' needs are. Mm-hmm. So what's sort of the right um, balance of making sure that you're pushing, as you like to use, right. on the right things? Like, you know, and making sure we fully understand each other's goals, objectives, resources, et cetera. So right. well, one, one, of, one of the, one of the, one of the uh, components of iPush and the underpinnings is knowing your people okay. and communicating. We've got other tools of voltage like the sure. one-on-one and group meetings, that kind of thing. But follow me here on this. If if people are pushing on the wrong things, why is that? Mm. So I've been in diagnostic meetings in healthcare and technology and finance and distribution and manufacturing. We employ stop, start, continue. We employ all these things. And to your point, if a team, if the leader is uh, not understanding what the team has to offer on the front line, and more importantly, if you're managing up to your boss, you don't know what the boss's marching orders are, are you pushing on the right things? Or here's, a, here's another variant of that. Somebody on the team absolutely has energy and is jazzed about pushing on something they believe to be right and correct, mm-hmm. beneficial for everybody. They're not heard. Yeah. So then you build this kind of resistance uh, into the team and, you know, that germinates and, you know, goes bad later on. So one of the things at the outset is, are you pushing on the right things? And, you know, the understanding the problem fully before you take action. Yeah, I got an example of that. So I was uh, leaning off site uh, about two weeks ago up in Philly. Uh, in fact, uh, Trump ended up speaking right across the street oh, the, really? you know, the next day. So we got Secret Service. So you got Trump is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. We got a little bit of everything there. Um and, you know, what was happening was um, 
there were issues that felt like in some ways they may be a bit interpersonal. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we start to dig back into it, and you know, I'd really put this into the understanding the problem fully before acting. Mm-hmm. There may have been some acting already going. But our intent of the meeting was really, how do we hit our 2017 goals? Mm-hmm. What are our revenue goals? What are mm-hmm. new lines of business we want to go into? Mm-hmm. We realized we had to take a step back. We had to process map. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we're getting a little hung up in some interpersonal challenges mm-hmm. when really it wasn't that. When we really sort of mapped out, we're like, oh, wait, we're missing a key human resource person mm-hmm. that had certification mm-hmm. in something. Additionally, we had an IT need Mm -hmm. that until we got that IT thing fixed, why are we even out in the market trying to talk about it? And so what started as Mm -hmm. how do we hit our goal and maybe it was a little interpersonal, we could have put a Band-Aid on the interpersonal and worked on interpersonal problems. Mm -hmm. But once we started the process mapping, we came down to like, oh my gosh, there were two big things that had nothing to do with interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. And so to go back to the model, we really start to understand the model, understand what was our challenge. And so we set out the right actions and we'll follow up in about a month. They decided to, to say, let's continue to meet uh, on our strategic plan once a quarter mm-hmm. to really pull up. So we're going to pull back up in April and mm-hmm. review it. You know, so I thought it was a great example of sort of don't take the sort of the the top symptom here. Mm-hmm. We had to dig down and really understand it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You see, we're going to be revisiting in April, then quarterly. Ah, the right actions at the right time. Exactly. And, well, and you mentioned accountability. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to add on to that. There's an example of a manufacturing company in Lynchburg, um, global in nature. They're just a fabulous business working with the executive team. Mm-hmm. And we had some of the things that were, you know, kind of like the minutiae. And when you really drill down in that, are you fully understanding? Um, I'll use sales and service as an example. You can do it in laboratory. It's a similar thing. We have lots of laboratory clients. The sales guys run out there and promise a bunch of things. Do the operations people have the capability to deliver on that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, enter the order. Here's the money part. Okay, I got an order in hand. I got a purchase order for X number of dollars in my hand. Now, is somebody in leadership going, make this happen? Now, okay, I understand it. Would you rather ask for forgiveness, give the order back? No, okay. So you have these realities of the dy- dynamic in place or the you know the economics in place. So f- understanding the problems fully and then going in the right sequence is so paramount. They may have hit a great order, hit it out of the park. They're killing their team and they're killing the morale and they're killing the very mechanism that they need to be excellent to fulfill that order. Well, that's good. Yeah, so, you know, I think if I'm a listener, I'm just keep wanting to come back. So let's, uh, if you can be thinking about a case, you know, okay. and let, let me just be talking about a couple of things that I'm seeing in a few of my clients just to help drive this point home. Mm-hmm. I, I think you've got a, a good one there in sales and operation and are they connecting well, right? Mm-hmm. For me, um, one of them was just clear goals. You know, one of the challenges we had, we just weren't very clear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you really go back to the model, um, we had some intentionality. We kind of knew what we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem to resolve, though, I don't think was clear to the rest of the organization. And it was one of those sort of vague things. We just generally needed to go into a new market, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really clear to everyone why. Mm-hmm. You know, And once we were able to, sh- to take a step back and say, here's a problem that we're going to have to solve. Mm-hmm. Basically, we are dominating the market that we're in, mm-hmm. but the market's only got about oh, 380, 390 uh, people that we could connect with. So this is selling software. Mm-hmm. That's that market is limited, mm-hmm. and so while they're dominating, but they were like saying, "Oh well, we want to go to this other place because it was almost like sexy and mm-hmm. it was interesting." Mm-hmm. No, 
we have a limited, finite amount of time that we can dominate this market. Mm-hmm. We have got to go pick another segment, one or two segments, mm-hmm. and really get there. And so that changed it from a wish, uh, kind of hoping that we got there, mm-hmm. to like, okay, so what are the, the what are the next steps? Let's really understand what's the depth of that next market that we're looking into, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who's already in there? Mm-hmm. You know, who do we need to hire? Mm-hmm. Do we need to go in by ourselves? Do we want to resell? Or like, what are we trying to do? But I got to tell you, probably for nine to 12 months of this conversation, mm-hmm. it was kind of wishing and hoping. Wishing and, and hoping. hoping. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. see it here, guys. Okay, do it with us now. Yeah. But they weren't really aiming towards it. And so what I'd say is that uh, getting a layer under it, really saying, what was the problem that we need to solve? Mm-hmm. We needed adjacent markets because we were going to max out our current market. Mm-hmm. Allowed the rest of the organization to get focused and take the right set of actions. Finally, what they did a really good job of at this organization was they met monthly mm-hmm. to say, how are we doing and checking in. Mm-hmm. Previously, it was one of those things they, they did in the one-time strategic planning offsite. Mm-hmm. And they kind of they left it with somebody on the side of the desk. And so that first year that it was on there, almost no progress got made. The what second shocking. Year, right. The second year having a monthly discussion, quarterly really pull out, say how the strategy is going. Mm-hmm. They were able by the end of the year to fully be in market landing customers. So they hit it at the end doing the right thing. Have they dominated that next market? No, but are they set up to dominate probably in 18, 19? Yes. So they understood the problem and they set the right uh, actions in motion at Correct. the right time. And then they're hitting the finish line strong through some of the accountability steps. Absolutely. You know, I'm in you know, another team, executive and sub team we're working with doing exactly that. I'm facilitating some conference calls. Right. We're getting to the depth of understanding. You talked about one layer underneath the dermis here. So we're going to get under the skin a little bit and say, okay, we're understanding this now. Let's can any of the things that are counterproductive and let's get on with it. I wanted to add one thought to what you were just talking about. You made me think of this. And it's the term IR, like capital I, capital R. We're great for acronyms here, yes, right? Apparently. Yes, the ER, it's the ER, the IR. The, uh, the I stands for inquisitive, right? The R stands for rationale. You can almost make it a, math, a mathematical equation, I over R. So when people are drilling on a fully understanding, like a submet, a sub-step to I push, uh, are you fully understanding it? The more inquisitive you are, the more engaged the people around you will be at whatever level, executive underneath. It's not, you mentioned, it's not about, oh, we have our marching orders, I'm a D driver, let's ready, go, I'm dictating, right? Mm-hmm. Command and control has its place and it's, and it's to launch and all that. But if you really want to hit the finish line strong, and you, really, you need to be able to be inquisitive. And then, okay, people aren't robots, they're going to want to know why, okay? It's not do as I say, not as I do, or just do this, right? Mm-hmm. Command and control, it's to share the rationale that's the r this is you know jeff this is really important because if we hit our safety metrics uh we don't have any regulatory exposure there's less of a revenue hit on our top or bottom lines and here are the reasons why we're doing this we're setting ourselves up for 18. okay why didn't you say so at the beginning right Right. now some people don't do that and they walk away from that discussion that transaction like okay there i get it they want to do something but i don't agree with it let's let's push off a little bit this way for a minute or two and then we'll we'll, uh, move to break but um, people are busy, Lee. I mean, you know, they push off. Yeah, exactly. We're playing basketball here. But people are busy, right? And so these are nice strategic conversations, but I can hear some people rolling their eyes already. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. okay, that's good. We went to the meeting. We were in the conference room for a half day or right. we were in there for two hours. Guys, I got to get back to producing something or yes. I got software code to write or right. for our healthcare folks, got patients to see. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you keep this sort of top of mind? And really drive that change because this is good, 
but I also have 72 other results I got to get. And, you know, what we're proposing is this is for the one, two, three key strategies that Mm -hmm. you really need to do. But but Lee, I'm busy. You're talking about getting, we're getting ready to talk after the break about the accountability steps mm. and hit the H is hitting the finish line strong. Where's the finish line? Is it at the end of the year? Is right. it the end of a three to five year strategic plan? Define your finish line, okay? Is it the next quarter? Is it the mm. next six months? A lot of people don't do that. Right. I see people doing strategic planning that automatically default to five years. I'm like, really? <laughs> Tell me where you're going to be five years from now. I mean, you think back five years ago. Would anybody fathom we are where we are right now? So I look at I, I look at that, and there's certain factors or components of the age for hitting the finish line, accountability steps, uh, cultural booster shots, uh, all things of that nature that we 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 do at Voltage. Okay, yeah, I, you know, for me, I think that uh, a, a big piece of this is just rhythm. You've got to commit time and energy to it, right? And so that goes back to the intentionality. Um, I'm working with one organization right now that literally has 17 different priorities. Okay. Oh, okay. And they're not that big of an organization, you know, right. so maybe 17 for, you know, I don't know, Google, but you know, even then I'd say you probably need to boil it down to top three or four. I was going to say, is that the short list? 17? Right. right. Yeah. What does the big list look like? Exactly. And so I think um, one of one of the pieces of feedback I'd have in this part is also making sure that it's really clear. What are the top things you're focused on? How are we going to do it? How do we separate sort of business as usual? And then where are we going? So what I want to do is when uh, we come back from break, we'll, we'll pick up on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also start to move into how do we hold ourselves accountable and others accountable. Mm-hmm. So again, you've been listening to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Lee Huber's here with me, and we will be back with you in two minutes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson, in The Sea Around Us, said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. I'm here today with Lee Hubert. Lee and I have been talking about how do we get the results that we're aiming for? How do we push towards the results? How do we make sure our teams are aligned with mm-hmm. us and all that? Um, and the song that was in my head, uh, it wasn't one that came back, was uh, Lil Bon Jovi. We're halfway there. We're, ha- <laughs> we're halfway through the show. We're living on a prayer. We're living on a prayer. <laughs> so, whoa. Halfway <laughs> there. Lee's the one that plays guitar and sings, so I, uh, I should be letting him do that. So we're halfway through the show, and what I'd say is um, good. We know how to set it up. We know how to um, have some of the conversations. We might do a process map to figure this out. We set clear goals. We do an off-site. We, we do all that kind of stuff. You know, People are, are decent at understanding that. You know, what gets in the way is what I call this interference, mm-hmm. right? It just gets noisy. It gets loud, mm-hmm. and we get busy mm-hmm. and so we lose track of it mm-hmm. you know so as we were start the conversation for the break you know we were talking a little bit about how do you set the right actions in motion at the right time and mm-hmm. how do we really hit the finish line strong so I, I guess I turn it back over to you Lee and saying you know what are some of the practices that we can do to keep this stuff top of mind and for us to be able to you know keep the momentum and energy going because Sometimes when you're halfway there, like the song, oh. you do get lost a little and you lose track of it. Well, I'll tell you what, and, and it doesn't happen in isolation. It's an excellent point. You really need to do uh, recurring things to keep things top of mind. It is in the theater of the mind. Hmm. One organization I work with, we had an internal marketing plan. We had internal impressions, pings, whatever you want to call it, sure. of these top things of the problems to solve and the goals to achieve that mm-hmm. were clearly understood. Mm-hmm. I'll use healthcare as an example, too. Some organizations huddle in the morning. Right. So let's all get together, check in with each other, make sure that you know who's got what energy about what, who's got what uh, momentum, who's halfway there, who's mm-hmm. been listening to Bon Jovi on the way in, um, and then uh, make sure that we make eye contact and all that all resonates. Just that simple little act breaks down isolation. A lot of times our clients, we hear, you know, bunkers, silos, you know, people are functioning in isolation. This is, that's symptomatic of the opposite of eye push. I mean, right. it just is. So what happens a lot of times is people will be going off in 17 different directions. Are they taking the right actions at the right time? And the answer is no. So it means to coordinate that. Another thing is uh, the team charter. As you know, I'm a big advocate for doing things at the team level. I think lasting change or lasting uh, rollouts or implementations happen at the team level. So around your team's dinner table, there's the team charter. That leader who's ever sitting in that leader chair gets to own this and they get to reinforce it. So to your point, how do you keep it top of mind? With intentionality, we're going to talk about you know the problems that need to be resolved, and I'll keep reminding you because that's my role, and I don't want to act on it until they're fully understood. And if people on my team are going in opposite directions based on half a story, I'm going to reel that in. I may reel that in publicly at the team meeting. I may reel it in behind the manager's closed door to one-on-one. And there's a whole other deeper dive for you if you want to listen to the other vocast about behind the manager's closed door. Um, but that's a good thing. So um, these are all good things. You know, the uh, ways to keep 
it top of mind. It's not going to happen in a one-time event. So you should have with intentionality, a plan. Sometimes we refer to it as booster shots. Mm. We'll go to a client organization and say, you know and I know this sounds good, but nature is to revert back. So we need to inoculate you. So we're going to give you your booster shot every 90 days or every 60 days. Now, some of this stuff is is virulent, okay? So we may have to give you a double booster shot. <laughs> you know, some of it's, you know, uh, resistant. Right. Some of it's culturally drug resistant, okay? So if there's any of this drama, confusion, anxiety in your culture, and they're just not grasping this, your role is to inoculate that culture so you have a healthy outcome. I'm just going to take it back to our company for just a moment. So we had our strategic planning, like everyone else in December. Mm-hmm. You know, good session, made a lot of progress, signed up for commitments. Uh, so we met for an hour and a half uh, last week and uh, last Friday. And um, it was interesting. I would have liked to maybe gotten a little further on a couple of strategy conversations. Mm-hmm. But we did this sort of uh, using uh, Lee's language here, booster shot on how are we doing against X, Y, and Z project. Mm-hmm. And it was really amazing how far we'd made it in mm-hmm. really about five or six weeks and minus some time at the holidays really about three weeks of actual work time. Mm-hmm. Um, how much just staying focused and saying, here's the two or three things that we need to do. So each person on the team sort of had one thing that they really need to report out on. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get through a lot of topics really quickly and making progress. More importantly, though, is that the next time's on the calendar already. Mm-hmm. And we also said, okay, we're probably going to need quarterly more time than we initiate uh, mm-hmm. initially thought. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wrote down was something called after action review. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you were working on your own results, you know, taking a look and saying, how are we doing? And so the after action review can be simple. It can be big, whatever you want. But basically when you are at a point where it makes sense, so it can be the end of a meeting, it can mm-hmm. be the end of a project, it can mm-hmm. be the end of a program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be the midpoint. And you did that at the meeting. Right. How, how was it? Yeah. And we all chimed in and went, this was really good. Yeah. And so um, good job by Jennifer for facilitating. It was great. Everybody walked away from that experience going, we feel like we really accomplished a lot. Yeah. And so what I just encourage you as a leader is, um, don't wait for the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can make these adjustments mm-hmm. and doing the right actions at the right time. So asking the question, do we hit our desired outcome? What went well? What could we have done better? Mm-hmm. And is there one thing that will make us get closer to the result that we're aiming for? Mm-hmm. Just one thing. So don't try to come up with seven. Mm-hmm. What's the one next thing that we need to do? Mm-hmm. And so the clearer you get on that, the better chance you really have of hitting the, the goal that you're aiming for in 17. Well, and keep the hit the finish line strong, right? Keep the momentum. So you made me think of a couple of things. Uh, there was a, I can think of a, a client site where we had people in pretty fancy jobs. They were locked into their agenda. They have their meetings and it's you know it almost becomes habit for me oh sure you know we've got five minutes for this and three minutes for that and okay i get that you have to have structure so it doesn't you know turn into a food fight but a lot of people in that meeting you know felt like they weren't heard so you go to these meetings i sit there i smile at you somebody drinks coffee somebody eats a donut okay this is great right did we do anything minus your app if they did your after action review right then and there this person would say we didn't talk about anything that's important to me 
and I'm an important part, part of the you know the system here. Right. Um, another thing is really important. You do a particularly good job at this. Is I'm going to call it recognition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is about I push. And it is what you think. You're pushing people, right? Mm-hmm. The key is: Are you pushing the? Do you know your people? Do you know how to push them without scuttling their morale or their esprit de corps? Are you pushing on the right things at the right time? Are you taking the actions at the right time? And how do you keep their momentum? How do you keep them hit the finish line strong and jazzed? Right. Part of this is recognition. Okay. I'll share an experience story this is from healthcare um, and as an HR at an HR role that I was in and we got a letter from somebody mm. gu- gushing letter and I milked this for all it was worth it was great <laughs> we it was a challenging time it was early in the year we had aggressive goals and all these things that you like your goals right uh, measures and metrics and safety all this stuff that's really important your funding uh, and your uh, reimbursements are tied to it's a super important stuff right this person knocked it out of the park went up over and above so I call him up and I said, hey, you know, this is HR calling. I need to come down to your department. I, I waited till Friday at 3 o'clock. I said, I'm going to come down the hall and I want your whole team there. It's really important. You better be there. So I showed up and I only tipped off the one manager so they weren't freaking out themselves. And I read this gushing, glowing letter out loud and just embarrassed the daylights out of this person. And it was great. And that person floated out of that department Mm. that day. And the afterglow lasted for quite a while. So if you're pushing people, don't forget you're pushing people. And to my point, if you know your people, you know, okay, recognize them and go out of your way to do so. If you're sitting in that leader chair, it's not just about you ticking off boxes on your own to-do list. Yeah, let's, in fact, that's a good transition over here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about accountability for your own performance mm-hmm. or you as a leader. You know, so how do you make sure that um, you know, you're getting the feedback that you need? Who, who holds the leader um, accountable? How do you hold yourself accountable? Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the concepts that we use at Voltage, uh, you know, I'll kick us off, is an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. I was just with uh, Curly in about two, three weeks ago. And that's one of the things that we did. We shared feedback with each other. And then we said, uh, they get me for a couple hours a month, maybe mm-hmm. eight hours, and then maybe a one-hour coaching session. I'm like, but you guys work together all the time. Mm-hmm. So who can give you feedback about how are you doing against your set of results, mm-hmm. what you're aiming for? And so they've actually picked out people. So we taught them a model about how to share feedback with each other. Mm-hmm. But then they, they go and they pick two accountability partners. And so after they've been in a meeting together, they can give some feedback. But there's also this uh, willingness to say, Lee, I'm working on X and Y. Mm-hmm. Could you notice how I'm doing in a meeting and mm-hmm. give me some feedback? That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, people don't do that a lot of times. They're, they're, they're running and gunning. Mm-hmm. It's a fast Q1 situation. Get the year off. Go, go, go. Push, push, push. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, the other thing is people are habitually late to meetings or unprepared for meetings. Sure. So, you know, that is a, you know, farther upstream kind of thing. Get your people, whoever the owner is, uh, you know, we use that other acronym, AOB, Actions, Ownership, and Behaviors. So part of holding people accountable is knowing what actions they're engaged in right now. Mm -hmm. So I, I can observe that, right? And who is the owner of that well it's my action and in behaviors is about uh, sometimes people will run to corrective actions to correct behaviors instead of an accountability partner right think of how different that is right if you say look I, you know i want you all to be you know mentoring each other basically you know be lateral peers and lateral mentors and say how do you think i did was i too snotty was i cocky was i too shy did i take talk too much or too fast i'm waiting uh, <laughs> all, the, all that kind of stuff. 
So, I mean, and that's a good thing. And that's different. There's organizations that won't do that. Well, and let me just take it a whole different place for Lee and I both like running. I knew that Lee had a buddy that uh, they went and ran a five-mile race uh, back in mm-hmm. uh, September. September, Milwaukee, was it? Els Run, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Marquette University, end up at Lake Michigan, be there. Right. And so what was interesting about that, though, is there were some Saturdays that I'm not sure that Lee really wanted to run, but knowing he had a buddy that needed to meet him at the, at the start line and mm-hmm. he wanted to get to the finish line successfully allows you. I had the same thing this week. You know, I have a buddy that's running uh, a half marathon, and uh, he needed to do a ten mile run. It was twenty one degrees at uh, you know uh, seven in the morning here, and I am. you know it wasn't what I necessarily wanted to do on my Saturday morning. Right. But he's a friend, mm-hmm. um, and I want to be there. And so there's um, part of trying to push for results is is who can also hold you accountable mm-hmm. so that you want to show up, just like that running partner, Absolutely. just like just like that person that's on your team, and being able to say. We're in this together, you know? And so, you know, think about accountability partners. Who could be an accountability partner for you? Mm-hmm. And so that you can really make sure that they're holding you accountable to the results. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back and give you a, full, a few tips or tools about the model, best mm-hmm. practices that we've learned. So we'll be back in two minutes to wrap up the show for you. Mm-hmm. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. 
Welcome back. I am here today with Lee Hubert. I'm just chuckling myself. We've mm-hmm. been having a great time around uh, Lee's model, I push. And, uh, you know, if I'd really been thinking about it, I would ask Kevin, our sound engineer, to bring us back with push it real good. Ah! Push, 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 push it real good. Push. So, um, you know, this has been a model about how do we um, set up the results for the year. You know, we're tr- trying to track that strategic plan that we developed uh, in December mm-hmm. and bring it into reality. Mm-hmm. Um, we get busy, so what are some of the tools and tips um, to make sure that this comes to life? Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about, hey, here's a good model. Here's how we go about doing it. Uh, last segment, we talked about make sure you have a good accountability partner. I want to build on that for one second, and then we're going to move over to some tools and tips and links if you got some questions. Mm-hmm. So the question that I would have just to build off your accountability partner is who's your advisory board? What I mean by that is um, who needs to be giving you feedback? Um, maybe it's in something that you're not so strong in. I was meeting with a, a woman earlier today who's fantastic in marketing, um, former IBM executive, that I've got a couple of my clients that could really use her as part of their advisory board saying, mm-hmm. what do we need in marketing? I'm often brought in to say, we're having some struggles on a team or mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a human resource concern or it's a cultural challenge. Mm-hmm. I want you to be thinking about for our, each of our listeners, what are the results you're trying to get to this year? Mm-hmm. And what type of advisors do you need? So not just an accountability partner, but who could help you throughout the course of the year? So it could be someone fi- from finance. It mm-hmm. might be someone from the operations unit. But who's going to help you achieve your results? And think of them as your advisory board and try to take them out for a lunch or coffee or a one-on-one like probably three to four times over the course of the year mm-hmm. just to go seek them out. Sometimes it can be a full-blown meeting. A lot of times it's just informal, but this is another way of looking at it. So to really push yourself to the results you're trying to get, mm-hmm. making sure you've identified a couple of advisory board members that have your best interest at heart, mm-hmm. but can help push you to the results so you can push your team to the results. That's beautiful. It's wisdom and a multitude of counselors, because if you think about it, you know, I want to push for results. How do you do that without scuttling a spree de corps? How do you do that without disengaging people? Right. So, you know, you were asking about tips, you know, mm-hmm. how, to, Please. How, to, how to do things. Well, I, well, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Stevie in Wisconsin because he understands that completely. And when I do my runs on Saturday now, whatever it is, 10K, five miles, the first thing I do when I come in is I I, I, eat, I text him. Oh, him and great. my daughter, Elizabeth, in Milwaukee, I said, I'll put 6.2 smiley face. Mm-hmm. And they get it. And they'll look outside. It's like January. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's right. February, that's right. Of course, February in Virginia is beautiful today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you want to keep it real simple, here's the number one tip or tool that I would put in the toolbox. And just as a couple of uh, questions, and it works at the individual level, team level, org level. Uh, the first question is, what are you potentially struggling with that uh, right now that needs attention? M- meaning immediacy. Hmm. You know, don't be too futuring yourself because you can go nuts doing that. Focus on the now, what's on your plate right now. Second, well, let me hear that again. So, sure. what are you potentially struggling with that needs attention right now? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's great. Sometimes we get so hung up in uh, the strategic plan and, and it's like we have all year or 18 months or three mm-hmm. years. But if we don't take action right now, mm-hmm it starts to deviate. And it's a lot easier to keep it fixed when it's just one standard deviation mm-hmm. than we take our eye off the ball for you know six months. And next thing you know, we've missed it by a wide mile. And now we're like, holy crap, we're not going to hit a 18 goal maybe because we took our eye off of it. Couldn't, so, couldn't agree more. Yeah, so I think it's uh, uh, keeping your attention on it and making sure you deal with some of these issues when they're small. Let me share a football story. Barry Alvarez, when he took the then doormats of the Big Ten Wisconsin Badgers, I mean, this was a this was a horror show, okay, said 
publicly back in the whatever it was, the early 90s, we're going to the Rose Bowl and we're going to win it. And people look at him like he had lobsters crawling out of his ears. His mantra was what's important now. Mm. So you need to do what's important now. In running terms, okay, you're hitting a little bit of a wall, breathe through it. All you got to do is worry about the next step. That's right. You don't have to worry about what's going on next year. So if you focus on the acronym WIN, what's important now, that's how you answer this uh, first question. Second question is, what are the right developmental goals to work on in the near term, in the next three to six months, or some near term? Not getting out into the ether, not your five-year plan. You know, what's important now? What's on the horizon? Yeah, I've got a uh, CEO and a COO that I'm working with right now. And the organization could look up and see that their relationship was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so our our first three sessions, what we've really just focused on mm-hmm. is they actually like each other, but they didn't realize just... They realized they liked each other. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was just a matter of they didn't realize how much people were pulling at them and mm-hmm. trying to get them into a story. Okay. So the thing that was most important for the next three months for them mm-hmm. was for them to spend time and realizing they're trying to pull in the same direction on these goals and results, and they need to present a uni- unified front, united front, excuse me, with the organization. Instead, what was happening was they were kind of passing ships in the night, and they weren't investing in their own relationship, and so everyone was pulling at them. So it was as simple as, let's get on the same page, and now they have each other's back. They speak kindly about each other. They say, hey, I was in touch with X, Y, or Z person. They are supportive of this. And now the whole organization is like, holy cow. They made allies. Right. They made allies of each other. Or in I push terms, they weren't reacting to part of a story. So very often you see people causing trauma and problems. It's like, and you well know, right? It's like, okay, don't misunderstand. We're glad people have a loaded with imperfection. It gives consultants something to do. <laughs> okay, we don't want that to go away completely, but right. under, but understand some of this is wasted energy. The third question is, you know, what are the best ways to to interface uh, with your accountability partner um, when you do that? If you focus on what's important now, you look at the near term, get on the same page as you're talking about, and then focus about having an accountability partner, you will move the needle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what's important about accountability partner, I uh, deal with this a lot with my folks, is um, you're, you're asking to receive, but you want to give to. Mm-hmm. You know, so what, what is it about the other person that you can offer? Um, and maybe they're not in a spot where they need a lot from me. But that doesn't mean you can't do something for their part of the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's a matter of, you know, be really willing to fully listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I see some of these accountability partnerships where the person comes in and they're only about halfway paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that other person's giving you their time. Mm-hmm. Let's really fully connect, mm-hmm. right? And so I'd also just say, you know, what is it that you can give to, to that other person, help them to grow and develop? And if it's not them, if they're in a spot in their career where they maybe they don't need that, then give it to somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? And say, I've learned some wisdom from the previous person. So it might just be that you're sharing credit. That's beautiful. Yeah. Or so expressed another way. Remember the IR, the I over R. Mm-hmm. If I'm with that person and I want to be inquisitive, um, you know, I'm going to listen first. Now, that's learned behavior for me a lot of different ways. Now, and I also want to share the rationale. Right. So if I engage that person, if I'm inquisitive, they will be engaged with me. 
Lee, it's been fun. You know, it's always yeah, fun. Yeah, it really so, is. You know, we're at the cool. two-minute warning here, so I've always got to wind down the show. Um, oh, and- no, I'm having a Super Bowl flashback. <laughs> exactly. The Falcons couldn't quite finish it out. Congratulations to the Patriots fans. Um, you know, next week what we're going to do is I'm going to have Jennifer Owen O'Quill on the show, and we're going to bring on one of our customers, and we're going to do a case study about mm-hmm. what has happened at uh, this uh, organization. So stay tuned. It'll be a real-life case study. How did we work with them? How did they go about changing the culture? Awesome. How did they reset their results? Mm-hmm. And they changed out a lot from who was the CEO to how do they interact, how do they communicate with the management team, and real practical tools and tips of what do they put in place. Um, this particular speaker is also in the near future going to be doing a uh, TED Talk. So we'll get some best practices from that. Awesome. So uh, you have been listening to Illuminating Leadership. And if you want to contact us throughout the course of the week, here are a few ways. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Jeff. You can link with Lee or I on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith or Lee Hubert at Voltage Leadership Consulting. You can like us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. Our website is VoltageLeadership.com. You can email me at Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. During the week, you can also give us a call at 540-798-1963. So if you have any challenges, issues, if you need a great speaker like Lee, please reach out to us. We'd love to do some work with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been so great for all the folks reaching in, reaching out across the world to listen to us each and every week. Really appreciate that. Please uh, don't hesitate to reach out and give us suggestions for some future topics. So in the meantime, uh, thanks for listening to Illuminating Leadership. We will pick up next week at 1 o'clock Eastern. Take care and have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to VoltCast, Illuminating Leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.